This is Crime Connections. We're your host. I'm Jackie. And I'm Leah. In part one, we talk about the 17 women that went missing or were murdered in Grand Rapids, Michigan area in the 90s. If you haven't listened to this case, I highly recommend going back and listening to the part one first and then coming back. If you don't, this might not make as much sense. And yeah, you won't really. It won't really be as important, I would right. think. You know? Well, and because in the first part, you went through all the victims. Mm-hmm. And I think in order for you to understand the frustrations in part two, you got to go listen to part I one. I agree. So highly recommend that. Mm-hmm. And if you don't like two-parters, then skip. <laughs> skip on through. <laughs> uh, so years had gone by with no leads, no suspects, nothing. The cases are cold. At least the ones that have been found. I don't know if missing people can be considered a cold case, but the ones that have been found are at least are cold mm-hmm. for sure. Nearly 26 years after the brutal murder of Sharon Hammock, her case has seen a breakthrough with the arrest of Gary Artman. He was a truck driver residing in Florida at the time Ooh. of the crime. Now, that is a mis... So I got that quote from the police report. That is a misleading statement because he was in Florida when he was arrested. Okay. Like recently. Not while she was ah. murdered. Okay. She... Te- or he... I will get in. He is in Grand Rapids the whole time during... Every single Got it. one of the okay. 17 that go missing or were Thank murdered. Thank you for clear. Yes, because when I read that first, I was very confused by that. But so then, was I. I, <laughs> then I looked it up and no, he was um, okay in Florida when he was arrested, like within the last few years. Okay. Sharon, a mother of two, was among the 17 women who were either killed or missing in the 1990s in in around Grand Rapids, most of whom struggled with addiction and engaged in sex work to survive. On October 3rd of 1996, Sharon's life was tragically cut short when she was raped, strangled, stabbed, hogtied, and dumped on the side of 76th Street. Oh my gosh. Yeah, it was so very violent. Unpleasant. Now, like I said, when in the first part, there wasn't as much information about her case when yeah. she, it first came out. Yeah. Like all of that really wasn't released or at least public knowledge right away. It came out slowly but surely. And then now it's all known due to uh, Gary being arrested. Mm-hmm. Okay. Unlike some cases where only skeletal remains were found or left behind, mm-hmm. Sharon's body was discovered on the same day she was murdered, providing investigators crucial evidence that would lead someday to an arrest. Yep. Advancements in DNA technology and persistent efforts by detectives with the Kent County Sheriff's Department led to Artman's arrest. A violent criminal with rape conviction, Artman served 11 years in a Michigan prison when he was younger like back in the day i didn't get the exact date i just okay so he like started out yeah he's not a good guy okay genealogical testing of dna from sharon's crime scene revealed links to a murder in maryland implicating artman as the assailant in both cases the detective's probable cause affidavit highlighted the brutality of hammock's murder detailing the assailant's actions which included rape strangulation and stabbing Artman, currently held in Mississippi jail, awaits extradition to Michigan, facing charges of open murder, felony murder, and first-degree criminal sexual conduct in Sharon's case. The breakthrough shed light on the broader pattern of violence that plagued the region during the 1990s. So like I said, the 17 women gone missing slash murdered 
was not really ever a huge mm-hmm. headline or very well-known thing. But due to Artman's arrest, it has brought light to it. Yeah. Which has kind good. of opened it up. Yes. Unfortunately, it's way too late. Um, yeah. But at least it is happening now. Prompting law enforcement agencies to form a task force to investigate mm-hmm. the string of murders. Until this recent development, no charges had been filed in any of these cases. As Sharon's family grapples with the news, her sister Terry expressed a mix of emotions, stating, It's just a flood of emotions. I'm happy, but I'm sad too. So, unfortunately, Sharon's parents have passed. Yeah. So they don't get this information, mm-hmm. but at least her siblings are still alive. While the arrest brings some closure, it rekindles the pain of losing a loved one. Unfortunately, despite the challenges Sharon faced in life, her family remembers her as a loving sister who wanted the best for her children. So, Terry said that her sister was three to five months pregnant when she was killed. So, she was quoted saying, there is a baby that we don't even know. Sharon wanted everything out of life for her children. I don't know who she got hooked up with on the drugs but when she first got into it she wanted to get clean for her children but then she just got so far into it it took her downhill it was just a terrible or it was just terrible to see her on the streets i hated seeing her there terry said the family was obviously worried about sharon every single day especially when someone started killing sex workers in grand rapids yeah which is showing you that families of these women knew what was going on. Yeah, they were they were putting it together. Yes, but the police did well, not. While police publicly. were like, it's not, not related. related. <laughs> yeah, like what? It's just a random occurrence that Literally. we have been finding dead or, women. Or, like we said, they just were assuming, oh, it's cleaning up the streets. Yeah, like, oh, it is what it, it is. It is what it is. Uh, Terry was also quoted saying, me and my mom would drive up and down Division Avenue and Sharon would be right there behind a little motel near 28th Street. We'd see her and we would go right up to her and stop. She would run because she didn't want us to see her like that, Terry had said. Which is so sad because she's ashamed of what she's doing. Her family clearly doesn't care. They just want to be there for her and to help her as much as they possibly can. Yeah. So... She had said that her mom tried to put Sharon in rehab multiple times, but Sharon was always kicked out, unfortunately, due to the lack of insurance. I don't even want to get started on insurance in America because that's like a whole nother mm-hmm. full episode we could do. Yeah. I hate American healthcare. The end. That's it. Okay. I agree. That's all I'll 100%. Say on I agree. It. Gary, aged 65, resided in Grand Rapids during the time of Sharon's killing, as well as the deaths and disappearance of the other 16 women. So hang on. He was not 65 at the time. He is 65 now. Okay. So at the time of their disappearances, he was like, what, in his 40s? Probably. Okay. okay. So he was young. And he was a truck driver. Yeah. Since his arrest 10 months ago, investigators have not formally accused Artman of any additional murders, and the DNA testing has ruled him out in at least one of the other cases. So, I mean... One of 17, though. Yeah. Mm. And granted, I can give it to the police. I don't think one person killed 17 women either. No. But, well, it's like the whole Dr. No case. Mm -hmm. Everybody firmly believes that there was more than one person. It Mm -hmm. wasn't just the Samuel leg guy. Yes. There was more than one person doing it. For sure. But still, like... You, do th- justice first and admit that there's a problem. Exactly. And then go ahead and say, oh, I think there's multiple more people than, yeah. or, you know, whatever the case may be. I agree. So law enforcement has long suspected that, again, more than one killer, possibly acting independently, was responsible for the series of murders targeting Grand Rapids commercial sex industry. 
However, almost three decades later, the families of 16 women remain in limbo, awaiting answers, and they are not getting any. So in the final days before succumbing to lung cancer in a prison hospital in Jackson, Michigan, which is funny because that's where I grew up, Gary Artman reportedly confessed to 11 murders, according to the sources. Notably, his admission included the 1996 killing of 29-year-old Sharon Hammock, which obviously he would confess mm-hmm. to that because they had his DNA. So what else yeah. can he say? The sole murder for which he officially was convicted later on. And then the 2006 death of 24-year-old Dusty Shuck, which I don't even go into because obviously 17 women, that's a lot within yeah. a three-year span. At the time of his death, Artman was awaiting trial for Shuck's murder because his DNA was also at that murder. Curiously, he was not facing charges for any of the other nine women that he admitted to killing. Um, All of them occurred in Grand Rapids because, like I said, he was there the whole entire time. While some details provided by Artman align with the circumstances of Kathleen Dennis's disappearance in Mm -hmm. July of 95, such as spotting a victim leaving a bar on Division Avenue wearing a caster sling, which they mentioned that, but I never saw anything of any of the victims wearing a caster sling, mm-hmm. but with the lack of information, it's it, very possible. It's very one possible. of them did. Yeah. Yes. With the lack of specific details, hindering detectives from definitively linking him to the other cases, AKA there's not enough evidence. AKA DNA, to say for sure to say, yeah, even though he confessed it. Cause unfortunately for whatever freaking reason we see it a lot of times where False people just confess for no freaking reason. Yep. And I don't know if it's to prolong them not being killed or whatever, mm-hmm. but he was dying. He was dying. So it doesn't so, yeah. even make sense. So then people are then coming with that. Well, he was already dying. Why would he confess if he didn't actually mean it? Who knows? People do weird because things. Because he's sick. Yeah. And sometimes people get a kick out of that, as mm-hmm. disgusting as it may yes. be. You got to... When you see kind of like a scummy person, you kind of have to believe that they're going to do scummy things. Exactly. And that would be a scummy thing for him to like leave his mark. Yes. And, you know, just because there are false confessions doesn't mean that this is a false confession. It just means no. they can't definitively. Yeah, they link can't him. say for sure that he is the one yes. that did this, even though he confessed. Exactly. And then, unfortunately, Artman passed away in prison on Thursday, December 28th of 2023. What? So there's no... That's only a month ago. Mm-hmm. Holy... Yeah. Now, I will say the article, because I was trying to figure out when he, if he had passed or if he's still alive or mm-hmm. what, because mm-hmm. they kept they kept repeating deathbed. He's on his deathbed. Blah, yeah. blah. So I'm like, well, what does that mean? Is he still alive? Is he still passed? And I found an article that was written on the 29th, which was a Friday, and they said on Thursday he passed away. So I'm assuming it's the 28th. Okay. But it well could have been the Thursday prior to that. Okay. Like the 28th. What, 21st. first? Yeah. So, don't quote me on that, but... Still, though. I'm thinking it was either the 28th or the 21st, not but he still has ago. passed away. Yeah, he's, he got Like, home. yeah, I mean, not even, a, not even a month ago. Like I was saying in the first episode, it is truly wild to me that people have never heard this, especially people growing up in Grand Rapids. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't lack of family members' involvement, because well, we usually, see that a lot. Yeah, I'll say, but usually it never is like there's always enough family members kind of teaming together to To bring awareness yeah but again it all comes down to investigators and police i mean there's only so much you can do as a family there's only so much you can do to bring awareness to your loved ones especially if you're not taking it seriously yeah and i mean the police are the ones they're the only ones that 
can open up more doors to try to figure out what happened mm-hmm. to your loved one. And unfortunately, if they were kind of stepping back away from it and with the mentality of like, well, you know, they chose this lifestyle. We've got our hands full of other things. Yeah. We're just going to kind of like let this go and hope it doesn't escalate to more. Yeah. yeah. I mean, the families were going down a dead end road mm-hmm. regardless. Yeah. And, you know, I we've seen it before, though, where families, unfortunately, either they don't have family or mm-hmm. they really aren't putting up a fight mm-hmm. uh, because either they're heartbroken and they can't yeah. deal with it or whatever the case may be. I've seen yeah. cases go cold because of that. But well, and a lot of these families, I mean, because they were addicted to drugs, a lot of these family members might have um, cut ties. Mm -hmm. They might have basically just or not even consider them missing because a lot of times people are addicted to drugs and are living on the streets and things like that. They'll go missing for a month at a time and then return. Yep. So there's that as well. They could have easily thought something like that happened, mm-hmm. you know, and even, you know, you can even consider maybe not all of them were murdered. Maybe some of them OD'd and died yeah. in a crack house or yeah. you know, whatever the case may be. But you would think at this time with it being so long, someone would have found someone something. Someone would have found something or, or come forward. Known or, something. Yeah. 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 I don't mm. But there, there's really just not a lot of answers for really any of them. Or has there been any articles written about them? I found some newspaper articles that were... Because you know how like yeah. online you'll find an actual newspaper article that was written at the time that's screenshot or whatever? Yeah. I found some of those. But even in those, they were very briefly mentioned. That's just so sad. Mm-hmm. I mean, and it's because of their lifestyle, unfortunately. And, of course, this is before social media was a thing. Mm-hmm. Maybe if social media had been a thing, you would have seen something circulating somewhere. Yeah. But I don't know. I just think that it's very poor. It looks very poor on the police department. That, Like, you don't need to come out and say that they're linked. Mm-hmm. But at any point in time, they could have come out and said, okay, we think that we have a problem on our hands. We yeah. have a lot of these women that are involved in like, yes, they're involved in this and they're doing something that a lot of us probably don't agree with, but putting that aside, mm-hmm. these women are missing or they're being found that they had been murdered. So we need to address that for sure. That's all you had to do. Like you don't have to make a, like a huge deal about it, mm-hmm. but at least bring make the public. No, yeah. yeah, for sure. And again, they didn't even have to come out and say it to the public. I I mean, God, you've seen like movies about it and you've seen documentaries about it where police will go up to these women and they'll say like, hey, we're not here to like bust you. We're not here to arrest you. Like keep doing what it is that you need to do. But just be aware that this is happening. Mm-hmm. There are these women missing. If you hear anything or you see anything, like, here's my card. Here's my number. Call me. We need to catch X And if X, they did know. do something like that, then come out and say you did something like that. Because well, right now it looks like all you did was just kind of put your hands up. And like you said, they're just like, well, it's kind of helping us clean up the streets. Like mm-hmm. one less person we have to worry about. And that just isn't a good look. Yeah. And I would say, I would assume they didn't do this mainly because of the fact that, for example... Deanna Dennis yes. did not mention that whatsoever. 
Yeah. And it was her sister who had gone missing. Yeah, and her family got really involved. They came. Yes, and did the flyers and things. And you would think if the police did come forward, she would have mentioned she it. She would have said something. But she even mentions in an interview how the police dismissed her multiple times yeah. when she would come forward and say, oh, I'm worried about my sister. Because I didn't put this in the podcast, but long story short, when it first happened, she was looking and looking and she's like, normally I would see her, but I wasn't seeing her. And mm-hmm. it was very concerning to me, especially from hearing around by the other women that, there that was... women were disappearing. Yeah. So then that's when she had saw a cop on the street, it, like a dr- yeah. like a patrol cop mm-hmm. and went up to him and was like, Hey, my sister is missing. And they were like, Oh, well. So then she went and reported her officially mm-hmm. because the cops brushed her off and that's when she made the report that she was missing and then the, then then within the next week or you know weekend or whatever it may have been her family came up or over or whatever and they did flyers and everything and it, it didn't lead to anything it's just so sad well then it makes you wonder you know because for example i came across a case that there was a prostitute in Detroit area that mm-hmm. was known to have been hired by very high up people, yeah, um, including the mayor, and she disappeared and was killed. And so it makes you wonder: is something like that going on, where it's higher up people are killing off and they're getting away with? You know, I mean, that's a big conspiracy, but I don't know. Like, well, really, anything could happen. Yeah, and well, when the police are so disinterested, you you can't help but let your mind go there and think, well, why are you so disinterested? Mm-hmm. Is there a reason why you're so disinterested? Yeah. Is there a person that's making you feel like you should be disinterested? Yeah. Again, with, when they don't really give you anything to go off of and they're not showing your any mind concern, yeah, you start wanders. to yeah, mm-hmm. try to piece together why are you not concerned. Exactly. And, I mean, honestly, thank goodness for Gary because with his DNA, it really did bring awareness to the cases mm-hmm recently which is good because nowadays with social media things can spread so quickly and become i believe that he definitely had something to do with probably quite a few of the murders yeah but i don't believe that he either a worked alone or that he was the only one and that also is what's so sad because when you do cases about like sex workers that are also you know like drug addicts it's actually pretty common that there are like multiple like rings of people yeah that just yeah yeah, it's just uh well because they they don't look at them as human and they look at them as something fun to do Mm -hmm. and and i don't mean do sexually i mean do mess with and hurt and harm and all the all the above they know that it's very unlikely that that's ever gonna get looked into especially like back then yeah well even you have the whole issue of which i don't want to get too far into because people are crazy uh you have the issue of where men believe if you're dressed that way you deserve what you get yeah and unfortunately that's absolutely crazy to think that way because if you say no it's no but still a thing people think that and I could go on, but I don't I want know, to. I know that is like a whole, again, it's a whole nother episode that we could spend an entire, <laughs> uh, a whole different entire type of podcast. amount of time. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but you know, wrapping it up, I, I, it's just sad. The whole thing is sad. These people's lives were cut so short. They mm-hmm. had children and these children will live with this the rest of their life. And you know, the children, obviously this, the nineties is not that far. I was born no. in the nineties. Yeah. It was a not, lot of those kids are like around our age. Exactly. <laughs> if uh, not a little older, but yeah, yeah, around the same age. And 
to think. And they're going through life not knowing what happened to their exactly. mom. Or even knowing their parents to begin with. Yeah. Because I'm sure they were younger when their moms were killed mm-hmm. or disappeared and mm-hmm. did not have answers at all would really... I don't know. I just couldn't imagine that. Like my pa- my dad passed away five years ago, but at least I know why he passed away in like well, his and you circumstances. Knew, yeah, I couldn't imagine like not growing up with a parent, and then now coming to my age, looking back on it, and she had been murdered, and not knowing, exactly. not knowing her, not knowing what happened to her, not knowing anything. That'd exactly. be really hard to wrestle with. Mm-hmm. Well, and also to see. Sally down the road, who was also killed or murdered or disappeared. Get oh, yeah. But if her profession was respectable, then she media. was paid attention to. Yes. Yeah. Well, again, another whole nother story, mm-hmm. but people talk about that often how there it's you, there's not enough coverage for like minorities when people of color. Mm-hmm. Yeah. For sure. And it it's the same with this. There's mm-hmm. not enough coverage for people of a certain profession. Yep. So. On that note, um, if you have any information about the deaths or disappearances of the 17 women that we have talked about, their families hope that you'll share it with the Silent Observer and help them secure the justice they so desperately seek. The number to call is 616-774-2345. They also have a website you can go on Mm -hmm. and submit a a tip as well if you don't want to call. I know our generation is very (laughs) anti-calling. Or you can call the Grand Rapids Police Department at 616-456-3400. And you can also go online to them at p3tips.com. Or if you cannot remember that, you can always go on their website. It's right there as well. It's very easy to get to and user-friendly. You can also submit them anonymously so you don't have to leave your information or anything like that. As always, we thank you guys for listening to the podcast. Happy New Year again. And I cannot believe it's 2024. This is absolutely crazy if you would so kindly please follow share or go like us on facebook at crime connections or follow us on instagram at crime connections pod you can also join in the discussion of these cases or really whatever we want to discuss at Mm -hmm. our new discussion facebook page crime connections pod discussion board if you have any news tips or cases you want us to look into please feel free to email or dm us we love hearing from you guys and we love looking into the cases that you are interested in it goes both ways you know so thanks guys thank you